Hello again, and welcome to the Rhythmicity Podcast, where I talk to artists of all stripes about their daily habits and the rituals that keep them on beat and in the groove. My name is Aaron Benavides. I go by Shadow Sweat. I'm a DJ, producer, and party event planner. Um, on today's show, I'll be talking to Ezra Edwards, aka DJ Girlfriend. They're an awesome DJ that I've seen around at a bunch of different parties, uh, from Volstead to Cheer Up Charlie's here in Austin. They're responsible for some great parties, like Gay CL, a party that goes on during ACL, uh, middle school dance party, Jamore. Um, I love the, find, the way that they're always able to find interesting and unpretentious concepts for parties with a sly element of political protest without getting too preachy. Um, they throw great theme nights from, you know, kind of 80s nights, 90s nights, and things where they're just mixing up. Just interesting uh, uh, themes are definitely getting into the guilty pleasure realm, uh, but not being afraid to call it a pleasure, you know, not being guilty of it. And that's something that I, I really admire in what they do. And I admire that they're also just, you know, really out there and hustling. They're one of the few full-time DJs that I know. Uh, so... In this episode, we talk about you know daily habits, how they start their day, how they prepare for sets, and the hustle of being a full-time DJ, promotion, uh, and more. So please uh, sit back and enjoy. This is a, is a podcast about kind of rituals and and habits and things that you know sort of keep you on track, keep you focused, and keep you in the game you know what i mean so i guess let's just start we'll start like kind of some personal habits like and then we can move into like djing mm -hmm. habits and professional habits okay. um so like for instance like what do you, what would you say your typical morning routine or habits are um a typical day for me uh you know, I'm a, as a DJ, I am a pretty late riser, uh, so I'm not necessarily a morning person, but I'll definitely sure. start the day off with coffee mm -hmm. and then feed the dog, walk the dog, and um, usually I'll wake up with a song in my head. Yeah. And I'll play, put that song on immediately, and then whatever that, whoever that artist is, I'll just dive into their catalog. And, it's sort and that'll of just take over my whole day. <laughs> And so do you, uh, like, when you're, when you're digging into those songs, do they kind of, like, are you just, like, picking those out, like, oh, that would be perfect for that set, that would be perfect for this event? Do you kind of, like, organize Not necessarily. Not necessarily, no. Like, so today, uh, today's November 1st, uh, and the first song that popped in my head when I woke up was First of the Month by Bone yeah. Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> and so I just listened to, like, all this old Bone Thugs that I used to be obsessed with. Yeah. And then that led me into like Tupac and then that led me into Biggie and all these songs that I completely forgotten about that I don't usually um, play depending on the night. Like I'll, I'm definitely going to play a lot tonight yeah, at the Volstead. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, ideas will come from those things, from those artists. Yeah. And so that kind of like leads you into your day. Kind of, I feel, yeah, that's good. It like gets you focused, gets you back into what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just, just good to like remember these old songs that I love because other people will love them too. And oh, for sure. if I play them, they'll hear that and they'll go, whoa, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And they'll enjoy it even more. And I think that's kind of a big part of like your DJ style is that you play a lot of songs like you're kind of, it's like that people know. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, or like kind of throwbacks. It's like, as opposed to like, say some techno DJ that plays, they're looking for like 
shit that you don't know. Yeah, you know that's, what I mean? that's not me. Yeah, <laughs> you're like into me. the like, and I think that uh, it creates that kind of like you're looking for that moment where like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, mm-hmm. like you know, and I feel like that's a that's a great way that like, so you know whether you do it intentionally or not, it's like you're getting into that like, oh yeah, that song yeah. like, and then that key that kind of fuel like puts more fuel into your DJ mm-hmm. sets. Yeah. It's really true. Yeah. It's really true. People still love Backstreet Boys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I used to hate them so much as a kid, and, like, I return to it now, and I'm like, it's, it's so good. good. It's good. It's so like, good. <laughs> everything about it is just fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. It's like, what do you, who am I trying to be? Am I trying to be the, like, snooty indie rock guy who says he doesn't like, you know, the the boy bands stop of, lying of to yesteryear. yourself if you are saying that <laughs> <laughs> please stop lying and sing sing out loud everybody mm-hmm. rock your body <laughs> um so then yeah and then we were uh, uh we also wanted to talk about kind of like your rituals before a gig like say oh, t- yeah. so for instance like tonight like let's just use tonight like so you woke up you were blasting through some old tracks listening to some hip-hop whatever and then um, when did it sort of transition into preparation for tonight? Well, as I was listening to like Bone Thugs and Tupac and Biggie, uh, I was you know going in and looking at the songs that I didn't have, and I was like, you know, I want to play that tonight, so I added it into my queue for my so like my set tonight's gonna be called Space Jam. Yeah. So it's like nothing past 1997, <laughs> um, including songs from the soundtrack of Space Jam. Perfect. Remember Space Jam. Um, Anyway, uh, so yeah, I, I, w- I was doing that throughout my day, and then, you know, before coming here, uh, just take a shower, get all my gear together, walk the dog, and uh, usually I would go just straight to the venue, but obviously I came here to speak with you. Yeah, for at sure. At this beautiful library. <laughs> do you feel like, do you get yourself, like, amped, you're, like, as you're doing it? Is there a way, like, when you're getting ready, getting dressed, doing your thing, you're just kind of like... Um, it depends on, it depends on the gig like if i'm doing a wedding yeah usually i'm like a tad bit stressed just because like it's so important to be like right on time yeah and then make sure like i have the right versions of each song like that's a little bit more stressful so less amped more but i mean it's all well and good once it's done once you're there yeah exactly um but like at a night like beyonce versus rihanna like yeah i'll be very amped like I'll be like shaking on my yeah. way on the <laughs> way to the club. <laughs> and so, um, but like, I get like really. All my friends know this about me. I get really like nervous, excited. So uh, one, I'll show up to my gig an hour early every single time. It's like a rule of mine because yeah. I hate being late. Um, oh, same here. And, yeah. But then once I'm there, it takes me like a few, not even that long to set up. And then the rest of my time, I'll just pace back and forth. <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs> oh, no, don't. No, like, I, I like totally I have so get much into nervous, that. excited energy. I have to get it out somehow. Well, you know, I, I feel like this is like a theory, like a philosophical theory of mine that like with DJing, it's almost less about the tracks that you're playing and like in some metaphysical way it's like more about the energy yeah, that you're putting timing. out there yeah, and the timing yeah for sure and so it's like yeah when i'm sitting there i'm like it's like you can tell if you're listening to a bad dj it's because the dj doesn't really believe in the songs they're playing they're kind of like mm. faking it i don't know sometimes that's how it mm. seems to me yeah. but when a dj is huh. on it it's almost like they're like when they're hitting every mark it's because they're like this is what i want this is, I'm feeling this. You know, the DJ is just But it's like they're feeling the it and they know that everyone else is going to feel it exactly, too. Exactly, exactly. It's like trusting the audience. To pick up what you're putting yeah. down. Yeah. 
And I feel like that that's almost like, I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it, but I feel mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's kind of like you get that energy mm-hmm. and that's what you're putting out there, you know, For sure. building it up. But yeah, I mean, e- I mean, it's an intense thing and I feel like a lot of people don't really think about it, but it's like when you're about to go on, you're... You know, you're you're the curator. You're yeah. making you're making the party right you're now. You're in charge of the yeah. sound. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you're doing the thing. You're, like you're you're in vibe control. Yeah, <laughs> you're on vibe duty. And that's important. You yeah. know, that's really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, I guess uh, I guess that goes back into like kind of how you uh, like how you think of events. Like say let's say um, so for instance, you were talking about something you just thought of U.S. Gay. Oh yeah, you U.S. Know? Gay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, next week, next uh, Wednesday is the anniversary of the day the earth shattered, <laughs> aka the election. Rest in peace, America. Rest in peace, <laughs> pieces. Rest in peace, freedom. <laughs> uh, so yeah, well, yeah, like U.S. gay, like let's have a gay party because uh, obviously our pro- quote unquote president elect doesn't seem to be too fond of gay people. Yeah. So like in his face sort of thing. Not so, that it's overtly political, but uh, playful. Yeah, for sure. And it's playful it's, and it, a bit political. It's playful and it it just it's kind of like the protest party. You yeah. know, it's like we party we protest through partying, mm-hmm. which I feel like I mean in general Which is how it was when um we did the uh queer dance freak out in front of the governor's mansion to oh, protest yeah. the uh, bathroom bill. Yeah. That was literally a protest through dance. Exactly. That's exactly what it was and it was amazing. I love that. It stuff. was an amazing night. Yes. <laughs> um so I guess like if we're going through the process, so mm-hmm. U.S. gay, what do we do? Like, what's what would be next? Do you con- do you like think of the soundtrack, and then you're like, okay, but where am I gonna do it? That sort of thing. Like, do you do you have a crew that you hit up when you're like? Yeah, my DJ gang um, of their own, uh, Lolo and Breeze. I'll usually oh, yeah. uh, hit them up first because because they have like we understand each other's vibes and like we sure. all like to play similar stuff, but not like the same stuff. If that makes yeah. sense. No, no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's that's the way I think best. All the best DJ yeah. crews work. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you'll hit them up and then just kind of like yeah, if they're available. But um, no, I probably I think I I mean I can do it at Volstead next Wednesday. It's the eighth. Yeah, that's the one year anniversary. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, because you're there every I'm Wednesday, there, yeah, right? I'm at Volstead yeah. every Wednesday. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of fun. That's like and you have you get like a a chance to experiment and yeah, just kind of yeah. throw it's different. Yeah, it's super fun. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like tonight's Space Jam. Next week I'll do USK. I don't know what I'm doing the next week, but then it's then right before Thanksgiving it's a teenage dirt bag, which oh, again yeah. nostalgia people love. Like what do I play? Uh, like Alanis Morissette and Marilyn Manson <laughs> and some 41 and Third Eye Blind. People love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like all 90s alt rock, <laughs> which apparently they're calling it new rock now. Like Lip Biscuit in you. Oh, with the N U dash rock was new, new rock. New rock. Well, like that was Lip Biscuit. I had no oh, idea. I had heard new metal, like new metal. Oh, it maybe was it like, is. Maybe it was new metal, yeah, which doesn't even make any sense it's either. Dumb. It, they're not really metal. It's like that rap metal where they'd like had the yeah. flat ball cap and the, those like baggy shorts. See, I would rather call it rap metal than new. It, it makes metal. more sense. Well, because then you get the like it's where they lump like Rage Against the Machine with Limp Biscuit, and you're like, yeah, it's I not the see same. what you're saying, but. Not the same. Not, Not the same. same. You know, Not I same. didn't. I don't. It's like EDM. It's like when people are like, "Oh, what do you play? You play EDM," and you're like. But what is that uh, even really? Yeah, I mean, you're like, like I mean, it's everything. You're, yeah. you're not going to say you're playing classic deep house is the same thing as Steve Aoki. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not like, yeah, they're both EDM, but. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
But do you uh, do you like to in sets? How often in sets do you like to cross genres? Do you play like? Are you kind of more like? You find it more fun to pick a like a genre and do a set all of that, or do you like to see how many genres you can cram into a set? You know, it just depends on like. I mean, obviously, like a wedding. Yeah. Oh. Um, I'll do all over the place. Yeah, or if for I sure. if it's like a last minute thing, um, like last week uh, I had a last minute gig at Cheer Ups. Uh, I played just a little bit of everything. I didn't stick to like one. Yeah. Genre. But um, like tonight, it's gonna be yeah, like mostly like '90s hip hop. Yeah, that's basically yeah. There's no real logic, but you definitely enjoy the theme yeah. nights, and you mm-hmm. definitely kind of do that. Interesting. So yeah, I guess we were going back into uh, just kind of talking like the history, like so, like if you could tell that story again, where you were like the first time you kind of threw the party, like kind of how that. Oh went through. yeah. Um. So yeah, about eight, almost eight years ago, maybe seven years ago. Yeah. Um, I was going, I saw something on Facebook when Facebook was still ancient about someone throwing a 90s, 2000s party at old cheer-ups. And I showed up and I was like, this is completely lame. I could do so much better. And then I did. And like, just, you know, I taught myself through YouTube, like yeah. what I needed to do. And, um, did you, like YouTube, how to throw a party. No, no, no. <laughs> like, oh, just like DJing, what's a controller? Like, yeah. What's a, what's a, what's a BPM? Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, so from scratch. scratch. So you weren't you weren't a musician at all. You no. just kind of like started. I mean, I was it. an yeah. avid music lover. It's funny because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was th- I was thinking about it. So I went to school for English and poetry. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but I was thinking about it like, man, you know, I did used to make a lot of mixtapes for my friends. Like that's what I would yeah. give my friend every time for like a birthday or a Christmas. Like all of them. Like this. Hey, I made this amazing mix. I'm giving it to you. Yeah. So it's funny to think about that now. Yeah. Seeing where I'm at. Um. But yeah, no, uh, through the middle school dance party, and then it just kept growing from there. Yeah. And you're, you use Tractor, right? Oh, no, I use Serato. You use Serato. Okay. Oh, so you and even learned. And Pioneer only. <laughs> you, learned, you learned beat matching then through yeah. that, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Yeah, because I, I was thinking, you know, it's kind of interesting just because of the opening of software and making it so much easier. It's almost easier for people who are just, like, obsessive mixtapers to, mm-hmm. like, just get into DJing because then it's just like yeah. just take your taste and put it out there. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, you got into the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so like you and now ba- I got a SoundCloud and everything. Oh man, you're a <laughs> real pro. <laughs> Moving on up. I got a website. I got business cards. <laughs> That's something that I've been getting into. That if you don't mind, let's talk about a little bit of the business of DJing because um, that's something that always sticks in my head too, and it's just like you know. Austin, we're in Texas. It's not really like our scene here was not based on DJing. Like, say, in Germany, that the, the idea that you could be a professional DJ, you know, is a lot more of a possibility, it seems. But mm-hmm. here it seems like, you know, most DJs I know aren't pros, you yeah. know, or they're, like, completely make all their, you know, money off DJing and, mm-hmm. and events and stuff. You know, it's funny. Uh, DJing is now my – it's 100, 100% of my income. And I remember a few years ago when I was, like, still working my lame job and I was still in school, um, this older DJ, who I, I won't say who, but they told me, you know, they told me, hey, you know, I wouldn't count on ever becoming a full-time DJ. <laughs> and I was like, really? And, you know, looking back on that now, I'm like, not like, haha, but you know what? Maybe you shouldn't doubt people. Yeah. You know, like, just don't. I don't know. I'm more all about uplifting rather than 
putting down. No, absolutely. And that's kind of something that um, that I really admire about you um, is that, like, yeah, you're doing it. And that's the thing. Like, me and Stan are always talking, you know, we're talking about different events and stuff because I'm always thinking about how can I grow, like, for instance, my event, Night Tropics. I'm like, it's been a year now, and at first it was just I just need a gig because it's mm-hmm. tough to get gigs. So mm-hmm. then I was like, I got a regular thing. I can play at least once a month. And now it's like, okay, well, how can I turn this into something? And mm-hmm. so I look around and it's just kind of like, you know, and like we talk about like you hustle, you know, you get in there yeah. and you just like make it a thing in a city where it's like there's pro- like most DJs aren't full time DJs. Right. But like you do that. Like well, a handful of us. Yeah. There's, there's few and far between. Uh, what, what, what was that moment like? Was it when you were throwing parties? You like was that always a goal? Were you all like, or did that slowly set in? You're like, you the know, real this is all goal I really of my do. life has always been to be self-employed. It didn't necessarily matter how. Yeah. And here I am. And doing it. Yeah. When did it? When did like DJing seem like that could be? When like, I just got too busy for it, I had to quit my other my, <laughs> my other job. I was like, I'm too busy to work I'm just a doing real this. job, and yeah. I don't like having a boss. Yeah. I never have. I'm a non nine to fiver. Oh no. Not a, yeah, uh, it's it's that entrepreneurial neural attitude, you know, and yeah. I feel like that's a thing that really needs to come up in, especially in the arts community, you know, people and arts and music and all sorts of stuff because mm-hmm. it's like oh, I encourage all my friends, whatever their passion is, like just start doing it, and eventually it will take over your life for in a sure. Good way. Yeah. And so you do like kind of like so a lot of what you do is like wedding DJs, yeah, and then you weddings, also do, um, and then I've got my own gigs. Yeah. I just work on the idea and make it fun and people come. Yeah. Do you do a lot of uh, thought of like um, the like decorations and stuff for your parties? Um, like the visual kind You of know, decorations, let me think. Decorations. Well, I, I'll do like, I'll curate a specific like uh, visual playlist with YouTube and stuff. But in terms of like creating um like uh computer graphics and stuff i i don't know anything about yeah that. no or like hanging stuff up or anything i mean i'll get balloons yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting okay so um and occasionally i'll get a cake <laughs> Ooh. well like for beyonce's birthday or like last year we had we had drake's birthday i got a giant pink cake with drake on it and a picture of him crying. crying yes yeah, i the, saw that the lonely teardrop <laughs> People he's, love it. He's so emotional. Oh, you know? I feel him. <laughs> <laughs> he hits it. He hits it right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, yeah. So, I feel like, um, and then with, uh, like, locations, you kind of, like, are central to, like, cheer-ups. And yeah. then uh, and cheer-ups in Volstead, right? And then I'm at Volstead every Wednesday. I love Volstead so much. Um, and then, yeah, it's I, I've been playing uh, downtown on 4th Street, this place called Cellars a lot oh, lately. Yeah. What is um, that? That used to be Rain? Or, you, no, it's or, in between Rain and OCH. Oh, it's in between Rain. Uh, it was another bar. That's what I'm trying yeah, to think of. Yeah, it was Castro's Warehouse before that. Oh, that's what it was, Castro's. And before yeah. that, it was called Qua with the with the sharks in the yeah. in the pool, which was terrible. <laughs> it's poor sharks. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good idea, but yeah, none. But then, yeah, like I have a lot of private events coming up or like um, public events or like nonprofits. And then holiday season's coming up. There's going to be a lot of company, like holiday parties, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And then you just kind of like just shop around. Do you uh, like so when you're looking for gigs, do you do like active like networking? Like kind of when you're looking if around. If I see a stuff? place, if I go to a place, I'm like, I want to play here. Yeah, I'll, I'll 
go to that place a lot, and I'll talk to all the staff and just, like, put myself in there. Uh-huh. Kind of, like, so that they remember my face. Yeah. You know? And then eventually they'll get curious and, like, check out who I am. Yeah. And they'll be like, all right, let's do this. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like... But I, that's I, a rare thing. Like, you gotta... It's like... It's, you can't just, I don't want to just play anywhere. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? No, and I think, yeah, it's a good thing, because you don't want... Yeah, you want to find the right kind of crowd, the right, right kind of... And I think the uh, the people that work there are really important, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Having the people you're going to have to deal with. Yeah. Like Irene's, I do a brunch at Irene's. I DJ brunch at Irene's like the last Sunday of every month. And I love their staff. They're so nice and so good to me. They're just, they're great all around. Great. So like, um, because I think that's something that I've uh, definitely wondered about a lot is like, like when you see a place, like, how do you get in with the, like, that's been a thing. It's like, how do I get a gig there? How do you work it? And it's just like. You know, 100% is word of mouth. Yeah. And you just kind of, like, talk to people. Yeah. You get in there. How did you uh, How did you get in with cheer-ups? Like, say, like, when you, you went to that, like, party, it was super lame. You're like, I'm going to do better than this. Did you already know people at cheer-ups? Were you already in that community? You know, or? I'm trying to remember. I feel like when I had my idea for my first event for the girls with guns arm wrestling competition that was my very first event (laughs) i feel like i didn't know tamara and maggie too well but i knew them enough to be comfortable going up to them and saying hey i have this idea okay yeah so but yeah that was such a long time ago yeah (laughs) i know it's kind of like cheer-ups it's it's amazing to see what cheer-ups has become like they're like an institution yeah you know what i mean like they're proud to call it home yeah that's great. And and I think it's great that, like, they've given so many people chances. Yeah. Like, it, it's, like, kind of one of those places that a lot of people started. Like, Jeremy started doing mm-hmm, stuff that's there, That's right. Too. Jeremy started before I did, six months later than I started. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So he kind of picked it up. Well, I was just doing events. I wasn't even thinking about DJing when I did the arm wrestling competition. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, so the DJing was when you were upset by the music? That was when you were, like... lack thereof. It's like they... It's like they advertise it and then it didn't happen. It's oh, hard to remember. I know that kind of thing. The people do that all the time where it's like you go to like, that's why I usually it's false avoid theme nights, yeah. like, like 80s, 90s, because then you show up like so many like on 6th Street, like so many like 90s night and you show up and it's like Drake and like, yeah, right. you know, it's like hip hop, like pop top 40. Like Drake was born in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count. It doesn't count. <laughs> Wait, was he? He's 30. So whenever he was born. He was probably... It grew up in the 90s. Something Degrassi whatever. was big in the 90s. I no, it wasn't. It <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, no, I think that's great because it's just like when you can find good theme nights where it's not like, it's not derivative. It's like they reach, they find good shit, mm. you know, and dig for that. And so I, I like that, you know, it's like, and being such a deep music fan of it, it's not like you're like throwing a 90s night and you're going to be like, cool, I got my 90s playlist, just going to throw that on again. Right. Like, do you, uh, like, say for every theme night, you do a lot of research into... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you're always looking for new tracks for, like, if you're throwing a gig, are you looking for yeah, new and stuff? Yeah, they, and they happen. Believe it or not, they happen. Yeah. Like, I'll be like, oh, man, I totally forgot about this song. <laughs> um, and it's great because I'll play it and then someone else will be like, oh, I forgot about this, too. And they'll just throw themselves into the song. Yeah. Yeah, no, because I, lo- I love that and I, I, I totally identify because it's like... You're looking for to give people on the dance floor that feeling yeah. that you're always craving. Like when you're just looking for music, like when you're like digging, you're like, I fucking love this yeah. song. You yeah. want to 
you play that later so that everyone else on the dance floor can have and, that and the best motion. part is just seeing people's faces light up yeah when that does happen <laughs> it's pretty magical it's great mm -hmm. i love that stuff um well cool i think that's uh i think that's pretty much all the questions i had lined up for cool. here um thanks so much for talking to me thanks this for is, having me yeah this is, this is great yeah i definitely have been uh, a, a a big admirer and um I look forward. We're going to be having you at Night Tropics next month. Yeah, I'm excited about it. So, oh, yeah. Next month or this month? Or, or, oh, it's it's this month now. It's November. It's November now. First of the month. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll definitely be in uh, in talks and figuring out what we want to do with it. So Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be super fun. I don't and, think uh, I've ever even DJed a dozen street, come to think of it. I oh, don't really? think I have. Yeah, it's a, it's kind of a weird. It's a, it's I a, like a how cool, low the ceiling is. It's a cool little club. Yeah. Yeah. I want to – it's a – it's another one of those places that they don't really care. They just kind of let me do it. Which is know? great. Yeah. Which you I want that. <laughs> you need more places like that, yeah, you know, because, like, people just need to have that. I love, I love like, kind of the way that you talk, and I want that more people to feel that, that there's, like, this spirit where it's like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Yeah. I just feel like I just want to throw a party. I'm just going to throw a party, yeah. you know? If you want to do something, just do it, and, uh, you know, the magic will come. Yeah. You put the heart into it. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Actually, just one more question because okay. this is uh, something that I always is in my head too. Is like I want to know about your pro like what you do for like promotion. Like, are you really big into promotion? Are you? Yeah, like, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, yeah, you have to. Uh, yeah, I mean, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm all over it. I spend the money that Facebook forces you to spend. Yeah. On like pushing your event, uh -huh. and it works. Yeah, for um, sure. It works because it, they've made it impossible for it not to. Like, if you don't put any money into an event, like, like uh, what's it called? Boosting the yeah, event? Yeah, boosting. No thing. one will see it. And then, you know, aside from that, doing that, you can, like, post in groups and stuff. But that's it. Yeah. And then, like, actual po posted printers or print, uh, posted posters. Wait. <laughs> printed, printed posters. posters. <laughs> printed all, posters. all the time. <laughs> Sally sells seashells by the seashore. Um, yeah, and, like, actual print, that's pretty yeah. helpful, too. That's great. Yeah, so you, do you You'd have, You'd be like surprised how much, like, print actually still works. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because, like, I'll be out, like, at a coffee shop, and I like perusing the poster wall. Yeah. I'll be like, what is that? Like, I didn't even know John Fogarty was going to be here this weekend. Oh, totally. <laughs> no, yeah, just the, like, taco shops and whatever. Yeah. Do you, uh, so do you go, like, you print the posters, and you go around, and you post them yourself? Yeah, I try to. Wherever I think, like, people are, that I know, like, that I would want to come to I my party, we're going to be, yeah. like, I, and I definitely put them up at the venue. Yeah, for that sure. That helps a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Especially in the bathroom walls, like the bathroom doors. Yeah. People oh, are in there. Yeah. They have nothing else to look at. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know what party you're going to when yeah. you get out of here. <laughs> and do you uh, do you have a schedule, too, of, like, like Instagram and Facebook posts? Are you, like, you know, leading up to the event? You're like, okay, you got to make sure that I make a post on this. i got to make sure, like, like posting videos and stuff like that. Uh, the Instagram story is really helpful for that. Okay. Do you know what, Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't really uh, I that, experimented too much with it. But then I'll wait to it, post yeah. the actual flyer the day of. Okay, I see. But I'll hint at it and I'll like plug it in the story because yeah. I see how many people look at my story. For sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a whole science to it. It's crazy now. Oh no, totally. I've been I've been digging into it's it. It's pretty interesting. It's fun because I, I it's something because like 
you know, I feel like in back in the 80s and 90s, even 2000s, it was like there was this myth that the DJ just took care of the music. And they, you know, you hear from so many DJs, oh, I got to promote, I got to... And it's like, t- to me, nowadays, the DJ, it's like, especially if it's you're promoting, like, if it's the party, mm-hmm. like, that's what's most important. It's you're creating a vibe for a space for people right. to enjoy themselves. And mm-hmm. the music is just a part of that. It's very significant. But it's like the promotion is almost as important as the party because it's like you have to give people like will make the party sometimes exactly it's like you people bring the energy that you put that you tell them to bring you're like this is what's going to happen this flyer has the mood and you're showing up and you're bringing that Mm -hmm. mood that i told you to bring Mm -hmm. so that now we can do the thing we're going to do so it's like that's something that i've personally been working on and that's what another thing is like i want to ask you about is just like getting into rigorously like you know i it's really easy for me to forget to make a post on facebook or to like for me the one that i need to work on is follow up like after the event making some posts and stuff mm, like that mm. i feel like just that's a pretty general, that's yeah it's an important one it's it's kind of overlooked but just like posting some follow-up just being like a, hey thanks or, for coming y'all. Hey, thanks for coming amazing yeah. blah 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 and checking things so yeah, I think that's something that's really like really big. Yeah, it and all you, matters. And you're pretty good uh, at like kind of maintaining like your Facebook mm-hmm. and just kind of con- like putting a, a a good stream of like just positive content hey, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, anyways, uh, thanks so much again. Thanks for yeah, having me, dude. Absolutely, I appreciate it. can't wait to hear it. Yeah, no problem. And uh, let's uh, you have Ezra a great Edwards, gig. DJ girlfriend signing off. Signing off. Killing it. <laughs> Goodbye.